This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. In the Gun, episode 124 here. It is time for our week 13 pick'em, our final edition of the regular season pick'em here on ITG. You are in the gun. I'm Wesley Euler. we got the best teammates in the business, the signal caller, Jed Drenning. As you heard in our previous episode, uh, it's a big week for Big O. Playoffs, Thanksgiving, with all of that uh, practice there as uh at, at greenbrier west is getting uh getting changed up timing wise and everything so crazy week for big o so you have jed and i most of the way here we'll see if we can't get owen to to pop in from time to time on some of these things but they've moved practice around they got a big playoff game like like we talked about on out. first of all yeah my alma mater tucker county is hosting one semifinal Owen, in my estimation, should be hosting the other, but they're on yep. the road against James Monroe in a rematch. So you talk about an action-packed slate this weekend in West Virginia High School single-way football. Well, in all classes, actually, but my Tucker County Mountain Lions getting ready to do battle uh, against well, a heck of a football team coming into Parsons. And uh, there goes uh, Greenbrier heading to James Monroe for the rematch. So a lot of action this week, Wes. I love it. Listen, it doesn't feel right sometimes still on Thanksgiving or Black Friday that the backyard brawl isn't there. You know, it's yep. it's great that we got those pit dorks back on the schedule, but it still doesn't feel right. Uh, but at least we got some some juicy Black Friday high school football in West Virginia to look forward to. Yeah, we'll be keeping an eye on that. We'll be keeping everybody posted on that, obviously. But now it's time for our week 12 recap, Jed. So how did we all do with our picks last week? Let's take a look. I went, and we're still trying to determine if my curse has been moved to Owen. We'll find out, right? The Kenny Powers shake the dice dance move curse. I went with Houston. Uh, we talked about my logic last week. Oklahoma State had struggled against the pass. We expected something of a bounce-back performance, at least for the Houston passing game after barely 100 yards the week before. Uh, they ended up throwing for 263 yards as a team. That was only good for fifth in the Big 12 uh, among passing totals offensively. They were behind TCU. I'll tell you what, Josh Hoover, another big day, 431. Keeps lighting it up uh, to lead the way. Oklahoma State against Houston. Of course, they fell behind early, bounced back on the uh, the arm of Alan Bowman as much as the legs of Ollie Gordon, 348. Uh, Iowa State against Texas threw for 323. Rocco backed. Good job by Rocco Beck. Not quite enough against the Longhorns, though. And speaking of those Longhorns, Quinn Ewers and company threw for 281. So I finished fifth. And that means I get ding ding, a very quiet ding, one point in our <laughs> point total. Okay. Owen went with Oklahoma and the 10 o'clock start in Provo and the house that Lavelle built. Oklahoma ended up running against BYU 
for 144 yards. Of course, all of us who are tracking those scores saw the fits that BYU gave them. BYU, we've talked about it all year, uh, has an incredible home field advantage. They play really well out there in the elevation. Oklahoma, as perfectly as they played under the lights in Norman, bit of a hangover, it appeared, taking that trip further west to take on the Cougs. 144 yards rushing for Oklahoma. They were actually outrushed by BYU, who's 14th in the uh, Big 12 in rushing. BYU ran for 217. They were one of the uh, eight teams ahead of Oklahoma in the rushing standings. Leading the way are West Virginia Mountaineers with 424 big ones uh, behind West Virginia, a very distant second. UCF with 238. Kansas with 234. All told, Oklahoma finished ninth in rushing with 144 yards. So eh, zero points this week for Owen. Wes, matter of fact, we'll save you for last. Skyler, <laughs> Skyler went with Oklahoma. Again, we talked about the struggles that Oklahoma had out in the mountains of Utah against uh, BYU. They found a way to survive but not by a lot. They did score 31 points. That was good for a fourth-place tie in the Big 12. Oklahoma State, a week after being demolished 45-3 to and having the fewest points against UCF, Oklahoma State bounces back against uh, Dana Holgerson and the Houston Cougs on the road, scoring 43 to beat Houston. There were a couple teams, West Virginia being one of them, to score 42. Uh, Skyler... Let me double check this real fast just to make sure. I think he finished fourth, but as we're speaking, I want to double check that. Let's go back to the totals. We had a 31. He he picked yep. Oklahoma at 31. Yeah, that'd be fourth. There were two 42s. That's correct. So uh, he gets two points. Now, Wes, we saved the best for last. Wes picked Texas. He said it all ends here under the lights in Ames at the Jack. Told you. Well, they didn't wear the all blacks. I guess that was the problem. Yeah, that was that was the problem. Yeah, (laughs) that was the problem. Iowa State didn't wear the all blacks, Uh, but uh, the uh, Texas defense was too much for that struggling Iowa State offense. Uh, They held Iowa State to 16 points, which was the fewest. But this was a battle, the fewest points allowed by a Big 12 defense. Baylor only scored 17 in the loss to TCU, so that was close. And, of course, West Virginia was tracking to allow the fewest points for the lion's share of that game until a couple late touchdowns by Cincinnati once we started substituting on the defensive side. But long story short, ding, 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 seven dings. West with the big seven. So mathematically, I guess, technically, you separate to the point that Hit the, queen, hit, the, hit, the, hit the queen song, Jed. We are the champions. Let me hold on. Skyler, let me get my let me get my wife nine? beater. <laughs> let me get my Is wife right? beater, my tight jeans, my mustache. <laughs> I'm gonna do my Freddie Mercury here across the stage. Yes, Freddie I am Mercury. up. I'm up nine points on Skylar. So even if he were to get seven this week and I were to get minus one, that would still give me a one That's point. Only victory. Mathematically, barely. I feel. I feel like Tiger Woods at this point, like just, you know, it's all like prime, to ti- prime Tiger Woods. Just it's all a formality. I was trying to think of how we could we could thicken the plot and have some one off bet between you and Skylar, but it would have to be pretty outrageous. He'd have to 
you know, come up once a week through the summer and mow your lawn for you or something. I mean, that's a long drive from Carolina to PA, right? <laughs> We'd have to think of something. Maybe, maybe whatever it is, Herb Street's going to have to end up paying. There you <laughs> maybe go. Schuyler can pay you as Herb Street pays Pat McAfee uh, for saying whatever. If West Virginia gets more than six wins, I'll give you whatever you want. Well, uh, Sky, we know you're going to be hearing this, so put some thought into it shoot Wes a text we'll see what we can come up with yeah if we come, up with, we come up with something good we'll put it we'll put it uh we'll put it out on the, well, on we the did Twitter this last account year if you remember Wes, yep this was the first leg of a competition that included championship weekend and some bowl picks so this portion might be over the battle was over but the war is not that's right. So we're this is like the, into that. It's like the regular season. Up. It's like the regular season. You know what I mean? I positioned myself yeah. well in the regular season, but now we seed. still got the yeah. now we got the playoffs. It's right. I got the one That's seed. Right. And hey, a lot of one seeds end up cutting down the nets, but you know, we've also we've also seen them go out in the first round and and end up uh, end up losing in the second round, not even making it out of the opening weekend. So yes, uh updated the, uh... Or, or yeah, ahead. sorry. You want to do our listeners before I do the updated standings? Or you want me to give why don't you let me give you the updated standing. Yeah, do the yeah, standing. I'll do the standings do the real standing. quick. Uh, I'm in first place with 38 points. Skyler so second fast, with 29. Rigid. Tight race between him and Big O. That could still go either way. Uh, Owen with 24 in third. And then Jed with 12. Doing your best to honor our guy Geno Smith there uh, with with uh, 12 points yeah. through. Tw- you know, you've been steady. One point a week. 12 points through 12 weeks. It's, it's good That's consistency. Right. One point through 12 weeks. So, uh, yeah, let's take a look and see how our listeners slash viewers did. Uh, once a week, uh, we take a look at this and we always find out how challenging it truly is. Again, you're going to have one more chance in the regular season, uh, to be the second to do this. Uh, we had Jake, our buddy in Australia as the first, as our Neil Armstrong. So you have the first to be not a chance to be not just the first West Virginia, but the first American to uh, go four for four in your picks. So uh, be actively watching. We'll be sending that tweet out. If you go to our Twitter page, it's going to be parked on there. If you go to the YouTube here in the comments below this episode, it'll be parked there. So the link should be accessible. We had a technical snafu with it last week, but Skylar, thank you for pointing that out, by the way. Yeah. Uh, one of our uh, listeners slash viewers pointed that out. So uh, we got that uh, up and cranking. Here we go. We had... A couple folks get two right last week, starting with Sean Baker. Sean got the uh, rushing offense with West Virginia correct. Excellent job. And he got the uh, uh, scoring offense with Oklahoma State correct. That's a neat little pair he, he put together there. Yeah. Uh, Eric Isabel got the passing offense with TCU and the rushing offense with West Virginia. Again, getting one of these is a trick. So to get two of them, uh, that's really saying something. Uh, and then finally, Chris Bennett got the passing offense and got the uh, scoring offense. So all told, three got two correct. We had how many total folks got the passing offense right? We had four. How many got the rushing offense right? We had three. Wes, I'll tell you what, you hit the big one this week, and it was a week we only had one listener get this correct with you uh denny allen picked the texas defense so you and denny stand alone and then offensively skyler we had with the correct offense one two three four five six we had six 
get the uh, correct offense. So challenging as always, but you got another shot at it. So join in the fun. Uh, be the first West Virginian, the first American to go four for four and <laughs> join our buddy Jake Botel down under in That's that right. elite club. That's right. Listen, yeah, come on. Listen, Mountaineer fans out there, you you come on. You, you got a you got an Aussie down under that's doing laps here. I mean, come on, let's uh let's put on this isn't this isn't uh you know rugby sevens here or something. Come on now, Jake has uh been standing atop the mountain by himself for a couple weeks. He needs some company up there. So yes, like Jed said, link in the YouTube descriptions. It's always pinned at the top of our Twitter profile as well too. If you uh if you want to find it there and uh and get involved in there with his with his best crocodile Dundee's on saying, that's not a pick. That's a pick. <laughs> Excellent work, there's, Jake. There's, there's, I know, Jake, we love you, man. There's a lot of, there's a lot of bad Aussie jokes we can make, right? Like there's a bloom and onion joke in there somewhere. Although I think that's just an Americanized thing that we kind of think is Australian, but I don't know if they're actually into bloom and onions down there. Anyways, I digress. Uh, let's you get, let's get done Wes. And I'm going to, now that you mentioned that, I have yet to mention the Ollie Straw, our Australian punter. There you go. Our winner is Jake Botel from Down Under. I I am going to there mention that. Ollie. I was good. Yeah, yeah, Ollie's yeah, a great dude. You only He's got a, a you only dude. got a, you only got a couple more opportunities here to get in Ollie's ear before the That's season's right. over. So yeah, make sure you let him know. That uh that we've got we've got an Aussie standing on top of the mountain that's a uh, that's a WVU Mountaineer fan that's right as well too so there's how you guys did there's how we did our updated standings and everything when we come back on the other side Jed and I will give our picks for Week 13 the final week of the Big 12 and the college football regular season when we come back a thank you to Bet Online for presenting this episode of ITG Bet Online where the game starts we'll make our picks on the other side you are. In the gun. Nobody supports the blue and gold Mountaineers like Toothman Ford. With over 20 NIL deals and counting, Toothman Ford continues to rally behind our student athletes. And it's time we rally and support the dealer that supports the Mountaineers. Not only does Toothman Ford offer the best prices in the state on pre-owned, their never over MSRP campaign on new Fords guarantee to, to save, save you thousands. thousands. Drive with pride all season long, knowing you're supporting the dealer that fuels our Mountaineers. Toothman Ford, where cars cost less. In Grafton and at ToothmanFord.com. For more West Virginia Mountaineer football content, be sure to follow us on Twitter at In the Gun Podcast. For nearly 20 years, Fortis has been the nation's leader in providing guaranteed roof performance programs for commercial buildings. Fortis offers roof performance solutions that feature extensive initial and ongoing reconditioning for commercial buildings as an alternative to traditional replacement with long-term performance guarantees that are backed by global leader Lloyds of London. Fortis offers a comprehensive range of roof performance management programs that provide financial security, extend the life of our customers' roofs, and make a significant impact on ROI. Fortis is currently improving performance and increasing ROI for customers at more than 4,800 locations, with more than 140 million square feet protected, including many Fortune 500 companies that have turned to Fortis to save money, gain financial certainty, and extend the life of their existing roofs. Fortis has helped customers save more than $520 million in capital roof replacement costs for an average ROI of over 250%. To learn more, visit fortis.us.com. Fortis, roof performance and financial certainty guaranteed. Let's go, Mountaineer fans. You're tuned in to In the Gun with Wes, the runaway beer truck, and the signal caller. 
jumping the gun here. It's time to make those picks. First, a thank you to our guy, JR and Toothman Ford. We all know cars cost less in Grafton. They're doing yeoman's work in the NIL department for WVU. Make sure you're supporting those who support our Mountaineers. Big thanks, as always, to Toothman Ford. All right, Jed, week 13, pick them. Where are you going here? Final week of the season, a regular season, your signal caller of the week. Which offense in the conference is going to throw for the most yards? Mine's easy. The curse is dead. The curse has been lifted. So why wouldn't I take West Virginia on the road, under the lights, at McLean Stadium in Waco? That's what I'm going to roll with. Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't prod you about that either. I mean, another another night game for you on the road. We're going to go. Jed, we spent years complaining that all we and by we, I mean, the collective we yeah. of the WVU fan base complaining that all we do is play noon games, noon games, noon games. Now we're going to go a whole season without a noon game. It's, uh, if it's I was no- the scheduling czar, I've said many times yep. for a host of reasons, every home game would be two thirty, three thirty or later. Every road game would be either mm-hmm. noon or 11, depending on which time zone we're in. Every one of them. 10 a.m. crowds when we're out in BYU eventually. <laughs> oh, it's alarming. <laughs> a, the crowd is flatter. It kind of mitigates the crowd advantage on the road. But B, Jed gets home earlier. So, and, B day, is what, and B is what matters priorities. most. All right. Yes. I mean, without I'll a be doubt. rolling back in at six in the morning again Sunday from, was, uh, from Waco. Buddy, I was going to say, knowing your luck will end up playing a bowl game at seven o'clock in Arizona on a Tuesday that doesn't start until 10 o'clock our time. And it'll be, <laughs> we've done that before. We've done Although, that before. Would, Wes, I remember would, taking calls. It was, it had to be, you know, four in the morning in West Virginia, four 30. And we had 80 year old ladies calling the post game show talking about the win over Arizona state. I'm that's like, hilarious. Now, wait real quick. When you guys, did. when you guys do that, do you stay after those bowl yeah, games? I was going to say, Wes, it's you. one of those deals where you stay, but you almost wish you didn't. Because you get up early the next morning and you almost in some ways feel worse. Sure. Get the bags sure. downstairs by a certain time, get the bosses to the airport yep. by a certain time. Yep. It's one of those deals. Yeah. So Jed's going WVU. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Owen in third place. He needs a big one this week to uh to maybe leapfrog Skyler. Of course, Owen, our beer truck uh of the week. The team in the conference that's going to rush for the most yards owen is also going with as tc would say the world champion mountaineers big o going to take wvu to lead the conference in the ground game skyler going to take wvu as well too for his offense of the week which offense is going to score the most points in the conference and so if you're keeping along at home here jed taking wvu owen taking wvu skyler taking wvu I, if you look at my paper here, I was not planning on picking WVU, but I don't like, I don't think we've ever had a a week that we all four picked WVU. And I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. I don't know if we do that, if it becomes some kind of curse, if we do it and the Mountaineers end up rolling and having a great game, if we deserve, I don't know what to do here, Jed. I'm stumped. I kind of want to call an audible, but I also don't want to jinx our world champion Mountaineers. I think we stand to gain, or excuse me, stand to lose more than we stand to gain. So I would advise against it. I'm going to go Kansas State. I'm going to go. You know, it's like when you're taking a test, right? And then your teacher always tells you stick with your gut instinct, right? Stay with your first answer. Don't second guess yourself. And you are correct, Jed. There's a massive difference between eight and four and seven and five. And I certainly don't want to be the reason that the Mountaineers don't get that eighth win of the regular season. So I'll stick with what I had written on my paper here originally before we started. 
I'm going to go with Kansas State at home against Iowa State. Um, uh, Kansas State, a big favorites in this one. Iowa State, you know, I think last week was kind of there at home against Texas. Big opportunity. Maybe now they're you know, skating to the glide into the finish line a little bit here, relaxing to the finish line. It's a Saturday night in Manhattan. Kansas State's been stout on defense all season. I think they're going to be ready to go. They still have the opportunity to get a berth in the Big 12 championship game. So give me the K-State Wildcats at home against the Cyclones as your defense of the week. I wanted to read this to you, Wes, uh, because, you know, uh, you have Big 12 officials telling different media outlets in the Big 12 that there are up to 128 possibilities still on the table in terms of how this can play out with the log jam of teams. But uh, this, this Twitter chatter or X chatter, whatever we're calling it now, there was an at UT Allen having this conversation and okay, here's what he said. Now, you know, put, put a grain of salt in this, but he said, if Texas and Kansas state lose, he said, my understanding is if Texas and Kansas state lose and OU and Oklahoma state win, then Texas OU and Oklahoma state will be tied. OU will be one and one against uh, Oklahoma State and, and Texas. In other words, they'll create the mini league. Sure. And so o- Oklahoma and Oklahoma State would play in the championship. So let, just to simplify this, according to this guy, uh, if Texas and Kansas State lose and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State win, that would put Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in the championship. That's wildly unofficial. It was just a conversation taking place about all mm-hmm. these these uh, Big 12 officials, you know, putting different things out. But who knows? Uh, I, I just thought that was, you mentioned Kansas State, and I knew that they were involved in that. And I just thought that would be interesting. Uh, yeah, Jed, the, 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 final, the final week of the college football regular season is always intriguing. There's always storylines and potential conference championship games and all these things on the line, particularly in the Big 12 this year. And then when you look at the college football playoff picture, too, now, I mean, you got eight teams legitimately still that could make the college football playoff. This is all setting up for a very exciting final week of the college right, football regular season here. Yeah. That, that's, that's, next year. that's what I mean. Um, I think this is, this is going to be a good kind of final four team year for the playoff. Cause there's going to be some debate. There's going to be, there's going to be a couple teams that feel like they should get in that end up getting left yep. out. And there's going to be some controversy. It's going to be a lot of fun here. The final weeks of the regular the season situation with Florida state and their quarterback. Now Jordan that Hunter was, I, I texted down, my buddy, yeah. Jeff Colhane, who's the, the voice of the Seminoles. Uh, that's just, ugh, you hate to see that. You it's hate rough. to see that. Yeah, yeah, and it is rough. And obviously that's something the committee will take into consideration. They got to get to take care of Florida, which we know the, the Gators aren't having the best season, but it's a rivalry game, right? The old throw out the rule books, uh, the record books, who knows what's going to happen. So yeah, yeah, things just got way more intriguing for Florida State without a doubt. I will say it for probably the last time here, but just anybody but Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game. All right, anybody else? I don't care if it's the Cowboys, the Longhorns, the Wildcats, anybody else. Oklahoma fans on Twitter are calling Friday a holiday because it's the last time they'll have to ever play a Big 12 conference uh, regular season game. Like, they're celebrating the fact that they're out of here. I can't stand these dorks, these arrogant pricks who suddenly think they're Alabama or Georgia, even though they don't want a college football playoff game and they get smoked every time they go there. I want them to go out last two years in the Big 12 without a Big 12 championship appearance. In fact, having to watch their two biggest rivals, Texas and Oklahoma State, playing in the Big 12 championship game as well, too. So go get it done, you orange teams. 
All right, and don't let the Sooners uh, backdoor I want a into State. Oklahoma State matchup. I'll take that too. I'll take that too. Don't get me wrong. That is ideal, but anyone but the Sooners. I will take anyone but the Sooners in uh, in Jerry World in a little over a week down there for the Big 12 Championship. A final thank you to Fortis and our buddy Rick Lewis for roof performance and financial certainty guaranteed. Make sure you visit fortis.us.com. That'll do it for the Pick'em this week. It's been a fun week so far, uh, but obviously we will still have Phil Steele, so a little bit more to come here. Um, your preview episode, your Phil Steele episode. We have uh, still got plenty on the docket. Let's close again. with this, Wes. Yep. I want your pick. Who's your Heisman pick? Ooh. You have one? I'm kind of leaning. Again, I would think Penix or Daniels. Yeah. And I'm. it's hard to go again. Now, Penix just played in that nasty maelstrom. And uh, his numbers suffered, but they just keep winning, keep winning. But I would almost be reserving my vote at this point because right now I would lean toward Jaden Daniels, I think. But if, I just if Washington like, keeps winning, yeah, yeah. I, I think I Daniels mean, what he's is done against SEC defenses is impressive. It's very impressive. I just don't like it's the old adage of I don't know. Can 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 you vote for a guy who's on a team that is like it feels like the Heisman Trophy always goes to the best player on one of the best teams, right? There's rare exceptions to that. I mean, I think what Baylor was nine and I think Baylor was nine and three the year that RG three won the Heisman. So it's not like they were world beaters. They had a good season. You only got to do it for a losing team. Yeah. So uh, I, I've been Penix pretty heavily, but here's a wild card for you. If Marvin Harrison jr. Goes out there and carves up the Wolverines and Ohio state ends up winning that game. I might consider him as well too, because coach of the year. Ooh. Again, when you when you look at the criteria, Ooh. I would have said I would have said I would have said you are. Yeah, we haven't discussed. I would have said Signetti. I mean, I realize they lost at home, and I'm talking the JMU Signetti. All right, not the offensive coordinator for Pitt. Um, but uh, you know they lose at home this past week. Man, that's a good question. Ah, it's got to be. Uh, it's it's got to be Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> You're not the first person to joke that to me. Uh, Kalen DeBoer has to yep. be in the conversation uh, again with, in other words, to what extent did you overachieve? All right. That's what it all uh, When you is, think right? Dan Lanning in Oregon, I, I think Oregon was, was kind of expected to get to this stratosphere. Sorry. Washington was expected to, to be good, but I don't know about be unscathed at this point. So, uh, Kalen DeBoer would be a candidate, but it, it's kind of interesting if you think through, some of the candidates. I, th- I think Jed Fish has to suddenly emerge on the radar out in Arizona yep. with the stretch that they've been on. I, it's it's difficult to say, but I would I would go with a couple names like that. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm with you on that as well too. But it'll always be interesting. I, I think Sark might get a shout. You know, if they take care of business and get things done, there's, there's some number one. Candidates. That's what I'm saying. I yeah yeah. I mean, to me, well, and and, and let's not forget Braun. I mean, the job yep. that he's done in year yep. one at Louisville, he has to be in the mix. Uh, how hilarious is it that they'd be in playoff conversations if not for Pitt? That's all Pitt does. Pitt did it again. Yeah. That's all Pitt does is hurt their conference, baby. Yep. Hey, let's see how much money we should be cost yeah, their conference listen, while we suck. Yeah. When the, uh, listen, when the, when, when the ACC inevitably blows up, or at least the ACC as we know it, when Florida State and Miami and Clemson and North Carolina all leave, 
be careful about having Pitt into the Big 12, all right? Because that might be the death kiss for the for the conference the long term. Yeah. And they killed That's the Big right. East. They're helping kill the ACC. Do we really want to give them a third opportunity? Here? I mean, even when they win the ACC, they must first lose to a Mac school, then go win the ACC. Even then, they make their conference look bad. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, this has been a lot of fun. Plenty more to come this week. Everybody, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Take some time, hopefully, to uh, to be able to spend some time with your loved ones and relax. And uh, like I said, plenty more to come for you. We got our preview uh, later on in the week. Phil Steele as well, too, as we kind of sprint to the finish line here of the final week of the Big 12 regular season. The one thing that we ask of you, as always, is to be an ear and tell an ear about your new favorite WVU football podcast for our producer, Skylar Callahan, our coach slash beer truck, Owen Schmidt, and the signal caller, Jed Drenning. I am Wesley Euler. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. You've been in the gun. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.